Hey, welcome to Flipping the Field, the college football podcast about all of college football. I'm Patrick Mayhorn. I'm joined by Ryan Donnelly. Ryan, um, this is this is a great week of college football. Oh, How's yeah. It going, Let's go. Um, it is a top-heavy week. Yeah. And I'm excited, too, because our podcast this week is sponsored by the Broken Dick Bandits. It's college football's number one erectile dysfunction ad sponsor. Um, is that right? That's right. So <laughs> it's nice to bring out a new sponsor for us. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they've been they've been watching uh, Notre Dame play offense. And they yeah. decided they just had to sponsor our podcast. Well, and we, I mean, of course, we, we like small businesses in general. And I think that it's really cool that Mike Leach did this on the side. It started, you know, a business that's near and dear mm-hmm. to his heart. And yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got this. They don't call him the pirate for nothing. They don't call him the pirate for nothing. They, he's, folks, he's got a peg leg down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got, I, I think, like 10 extremely good games this week and then absolutely nothing beyond that, which is fine. Yep, I, li- I like wanna, good games. Yeah, I think yeah. it's cool. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a little bit more depth. There's specifically not a ton going on at the G5 level this week, which mm-hmm. is disappointing for like me but that does mean that <laughs> later on in the season we're going to have a bad p5 week with like 10 or 12 really awesome conference g5 that's games, right it's going to be that's our week to shine right there that's you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's homecoming for us we're slipping into a nice warm you know uh, mm, what, do you excuse slip, me? what do you slip into? Yeah, what's, what's something the, warm that you slip into, Patrick? Hot pocket. Um, <laughs> you Where know, are you going with that? Yeah, we got a, we got some slippers on that this we're sitting. A family on, podcast. Yeah, we're, we're putting some slippers on that we're sitting on top of the vent for you know the entire night. Spoke, okay, yeah, once again, sponsored by the, the Broken Dick Bandits. Yeah, we're feeling good about it. Um, but we uh, let's get right into this here. Even even the weeknight games aren't awful i don't think like friday is better than thursday certainly yeah we've got a few uh, a couple p5 games a couple g5 games pretty yeah. much right where you want to be at so yeah, uh, some, some teams that i think are interesting which is as valuable as anything else during right, the week right um what, this, are, we, yeah, what are we starting with here? this week starts off with an absolutely massive battle for seventh place in the acc <laughs> uh between virginia <laughs> who's going on the road to play miami at 7 30 on espn um Turns out Virginia sucks shit. Yeah. And it turns out Miami still sucks shit. I'm not sure if Virginia is awful. Like, I think Virginia has they a... They keep getting blown out. They keep getting blown <laughs> out. But I think that they, they... I think Virginia has a capable offense. It's just that defense is really bad. The defense is really disastrously bad. Um, it's really, really, really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. The defensive line is not able to get any kind of force at all up front. Like, no pressure and nothing going on against the run or the pass. Um, which is not helpful given that it consistently drops eight into coverage. And yeah. so there's just quarterbacks just standing back there. I, I will put out the defense. They give up 59 points at North Carolina, a team yeah. with no skill players. Yeah. That's not well, what you want to be doing. The good news is that Miami also has no skill players, mm-hmm. and also its coach is going to get fired in his quarterback stance. Yeah. Does he, um, if he loses this game, does he get fired? I mean, probably. Probably not, like right afterward but i think at the end of the season he certainly could virginia is staring down a losing record this season by the way is it? Uh, they are currently two and two okay i think they're gonna be hard pressed to win this game they go on the road i mean we'll talk about i mean yeah. i don't know my opinion they're, i think they're gonna lose in a close one but yeah. they go on the road to miami they go on the road to louisville who's suddenly resurgent a little bit um we'll see on that <laughs> and we'll see but they're three and one currently they'll beat duke at home yeah they have a real toss-up game at home against georgia tech um, who's oh, again playing better right now? Very bleak. The, they go on the road to BYU, who will murder them. Yeah. They get Notre Dame at home, who will murder them despite not being that good. Yeah. They go on the road at Pitt, where firepower uh, <laughs> Kenny, you know, fire starter Kenny Pickett's yeah. going to be slinging yeah, bombs. This is the the un, this, the the um, completely movable object. <laughs> the mm-hmm. That's Entirely right. stoppable force. And then it's, I can't believe I'm saying these words, but Virginia Tech might kick their ass. Oh come on. 
No. I don't. Uh, look, no. Virginia uh, Tech can't kick anybody's ass. I'm simply a prisoner to the games I see on the field, Patrick. Virginia, I, I simply have to call them you, as I see them. Have you seen any of Virginia Tech's <laughs> recent games? Because it seems like maybe they, they would have something to say about I that. I don't think they're necessarily good or watchable uh-huh. or a team that so, is good at football. So, but so Virginia Tech, you're saying, would whoop Virginia's ass. I'm like not it, saying they're like, going perhaps to. Perhaps like I'm it s- did Richmond, 21 to 10. I'm saying they could. Or Middle Tennessee State, 35 to 14. I'm just saying it could happen. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm simply asking. Asking questions. You're a prisoner to things that you see on the field, such as a team that's incapable of winning by more than 14 listen, points. Listen, <laughs> Jonathan Isaac's been doing a lot of research over Virginia Tech and sending it my way, and okay. I, I'm simply a yeah. prisoner to what he tells me. Yeah. I think Miami wins here. I don't think it's by a whole lot. This Miami team looks very, very close to just quitting, right? Like, yes. Like, um, yeah. Really looks a lot like they just do not. They're not listening to their coaches anymore. <laughs> Carolina yeah. already has, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah who, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, there's a, there are a couple schools that seem to be teetering on, um, okay, I think these guys are done territory mm-hmm. uh, with, through four weeks, which is tough. That's a, that's a tough time. You to don't be. want to be doing that yeah, if you're like, perhaps Wisconsin or yeah. <laughs> Carolina. Mm-hmm. Hey, Wisconsin, um, I would highly recommend not losing this weekend. Maybe if you're USC yeah. or uh, yeah. you know, LSU. Or Hard to generate a little bit of interest when you're those yeah. guys. Clemson. Yeah. LSU, meanwhile, it seems like literally one of their players has quit. <laughs> Derek Stingley. <laughs> it seems like Derek Is he Stingley. just not playing again? Yeah, he's not playing again. That's pretty he said that he, they, it was like he's talking to medical experts or something. Yeah, I'm, mm, I'm sure yeah. he's talking to medical experts. T- telling the team trainer he's getting a second opinion on what he calls a bruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, my doc, my teeth hurt. <laughs> Got to go to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that Miami is approaching that territory and will will hit midnight here if this is not <laughs> if this is not a victory for um for for Manny Diaz, which is weird because I thought he was going to be pretty good there, but it's. It seems like there might be issues larger at Miami than just the coach, like way, way, way larger mm-hmm. to the point where firing him obviously is is realistic at this point and maybe not the worst move because it doesn't seem like he's the guy. But also, I don't know if you bring somebody in if they're fixing it a whole lot. Like, I don't think Mario Cristobal is fixing this. I don't think he takes it either. I don't think Lane Kiffin is fixing this. I think that Miami's issues are significantly deeper than like Mandy Diaz doesn't know how to hire an offensive coordinator. Who's the hire there next? Who do they? I mean, uh, you like try they, to get Cristobal, but it's not going to happen, it seems right? Like they want him and Lane, and I don't think either of them take it. Because why think, would you? I think LSU's going to open, and Lane's going to go there. Right. And I don't think Cristobal leaves Oregon. No, like, I don't think he doesn't need to. I think the only thing he would leave Oregon for is like Alabama. Yeah, I, I can't imagine a job right now that's worth that jump. I, I guess like if hmm, maybe if Georgia were to open, if Kirby were to yeah, get like dismissed or something, or, or like, uh, I mean, that's about what I would consider to be worth it. But even yeah. then you probably want to see Nick Saban leave before you do that. Sure. Yeah. I guess make a playoff first. And we'll talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't think he would take it. Like I said, I don't think Lane would take it. Cause I think Lane's going to have better jobs uh, available. And then you look in the state, there's no good, like really good G five programs in Florida right now that you can pluck from like right. UCF stinks. And also you're not going to hire Gus Mazan. USF is terrible. I guess my son who sucks. Yeah, FAU. Joining the Matt Campbell Memorial List. Yeah, yeah. FAU, who is bad and also Willie Taggart's the head coach, and you're not going to make that mm. happen. Willie F- Taggart, by the way, hmm, Florida State should have kept him. Not uh, very good, but I still yeah. I mean, just yeah. looking funny in the light. Yeah. I, funny I how everyone in that situation is terrible. Yeah, I don't think that it should have hired him in the first place, right. certainly, but yeah, he was maybe better than, better than Norvell. 
Seems like it. Seems like kind of actually the same exact guy, but who's to say? Yeah, but at least he wasn't going 0-5. <laughs> yeah, he's getting there. He, look, I believe that, that if he had been given that extra year, he could have he could have accomplished it. Anyway, who's your pick in this game? Like a pick? I think Miami's going to win. I think I, so, too. I think Virginia has a better offense, but Virginia's defense is so disastrously bad that I think Miami pulls it out here. Um, who finishes worse in the ACC, Miami or Clemson? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Miami does. Well, we'll see. Come on. <laughs> no. anyway, Friday night, Friday night, uh, we've gone back to our beer flight um, organization. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> writing in. And they say, "I love the beer flight. Please keep doing the beer." They said, flight. "Do the beer flight." We said, "Can you somehow find a way to combine beer yeah. flight and TV dinners?" And I said, "No, no." They're saying, "I don't really understand the beer flight. Could you explain the beer <laughs> flight?" No, we're not going to. <laughs> we're not going to explain we're not it. Going to. We're not going to explain the beer flight. We're not explaining TV dinners. That's not the point of this podcast. Yeah. it's not a podcast about food. No, this is a podcast about hanging out with your friends and having a good time yes it's a podcast about you know doing federal crimes like tax evasion Uh uh-huh um it's a podcast about uh your dad texting you that he listened to an episode from 12 weeks ago and was curious about what you meant by saying something yeah and you don't know what he's talking about to explain (laughs) it that's this podcast this is a podcast about (laughs) inviting women over and making them watch the fresno state game i don't know what else to tell you man. (laughs) that's That's all this is it's the kind of guys we are (laughs) (laughs) we won't explain the beer flights it's a podcast about being involved in a lawsuit related to football crimes. It's <laughs> this is a podcast about becoming the head coach at UConn. That's right. It's a podcast about hyping up Tim May to uh, respond to his accusers. Yes, sir. Yeah, get after his ass, Tim. Uh, shout out Tim May. <laughs> anyway, the Friday slate, uh, your staple beer, that the beer you try to order because you think it's probably pretty good and it's yeah. what it's known for. We got Iowa at Maryland. Mm-hmm. Iowa only a three and a half point favorite in this game, which is airing at eight PM on under, FS1. Understandably, because um, I've watched Iowa. <laughs> right. It feels like it's hard to explain. Where it feels like they're I know they're only a three and a half point favorite, mm-hmm. and it does feel like that's actually a fair line, but also yeah. seems kind of impossible to me that they'll actually lose. Um, just because I mean Maryland only put up twenty on Illinois defense, which is certainly not Iowa's defense. Sure. Um, and. I just Iowa's not going to score many points. We're not expecting that, but they're also not going to give up that many. And yeah, this Maryland offense is fun, but not really uh, like that good. Yeah, the thing that I'm curious about here is that one. This feels a lot like Oklahoma Kansas State does, which we're going to get to in a little bit. Um, like a slow motion car accident where mm-hmm. we've seen it from multiple weeks out in advance. Like, oh shit, something bad is going to happen here. That's right. And it, I can't shake the feeling of like. It feels a lot like Iowa's just going to lose this game. Like, it, it does kind of have that feeling to me of, like, it's a Friday night. It's on the road. Friday <laughs> night. I'm thinking that we just might it's, go someplace they don't know. I'm cutting his mic. Who we are. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, a, it's a not hard place to play, but they will be. Maryland students will be there because Maryland is undefeated, and that's mm-hmm. when Maryland students show up. Um, and Iowa can't score. And this is an offense in Maryland that can score. And this is a Maryland defense that isn't good, but has allowed like 11 points a game thus far and is forcing like 14 turnovers, right? They, they, I think it's like among the best in the country in forcing turnovers, which is sort of the whole appeal of the defense because they don't have a great defensive line. But Nick Cross is really good at safety. And Jordan, oh, man, he's awesome. Jordan Mosley is really good at safety. Nick Cross, and, by the way, who follows me. Shout let's to go. On Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, it seems like they're finding a secondary that they're pretty comfortable with. And, and I think that Spencer Petras is, is liable to throw some interceptions here, to make some mistakes. And Iowa hasn't really suffered that yet. And I think that it absolutely could here against a Maryland team that 
really doesn't have a whole lot to lose, <laughs> right? Like, I don't think that Maryland is coming in and playing super tight. Why would you? You're Maryland. You're not, you know, this is a top five team that you're getting at home on a Friday yeah, night. Yeah, you already got four wins this season. You're, you're way ahead of schedule. Yeah, right yeah, <laughs> you've doubled up Mike Locksley. You have literally doubled up Mike Locksley's win total. He, no joke, I believe we, we looked it up before the season, he has now met his season win total. Um, or his, I'm sorry, his career yeah. win total. I'm du- I'm double checking that. Yeah, but. he's he's like eight and forty three. I just did a preview on him. He's like eight and forty three. He was four and forty three or something in- entering the season. Yeah, he has correct. literally doubled it up. Yeah, he, yeah, you're right. He was eight and forty three. So yeah. he, he just needs four more wins, so he will match his career win total in a single season. Yeah. So like, not I, not impressive, by the way. Just no, <laughs> actually, pretty bad. I would say even. Um, but I I think I think that Iowa or I think Maryland has the defensive chops to force some turnovers, and I think that the Maryland offense, especially at home, like Talia at home, is a lot better than Talia on the road. Yeah, and I think that he, he built can, different at home. You don't yeah. want, you don't want to see uh, home no, Talia, you, bro. No, you don't want to see Talia at home. If you see him on the road, <laughs> you can mug him and take his stuff, and it doesn't matter. But um, I think that I think Maryland could win this game. I I think it. I kind of think it will win this hmm. game. Um, yeah, I'm willing to buy it. Partially just because I don't trust Iowa, especially. Like, that offense is bad. That offense is really, really bad. Yeah. Worse than the teams that he has played has made it look. Um, I just don't trust this Iowa team. I think the defense is really good. I think it'll be a close game. But I, I think that when Iowa – this this looks to me like a game where Maryland has a, you know, 20-14 to 14 lead with two minutes left and Iowa gets the ball back. And I don't think Spencer Petras can go down the field. I, in that, in two minutes, down by six, I don't see anybody on this Iowa offense that I think is winning that game, right? Tend to agree with that. Like, I don't think Tyler Goodson's doing it. <laughs> I, I mean, unless you can hand the ball to the center, I don't think that it's going to work great. I just thought that Iowa stuff getting that game state. I don't know. I, I just don't think that Maryland's going to, like, score explosively on this team, in which case I don't trust them to sustain drives very well. I, I just don't think, like... I don't know. Does I, I, Iowa have the defensive like, and it's it's crazy to question the Iowa defense, but does Iowa have the defensive backs to cover three really good receivers? Like, do we think that they can cover Raheem Jarrett, Dante Dimas, and Jayshon Jones? Mm, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I I think uh, I also think that Maryland's offensive line is not very good. Really sure. hasn't faced a pass rush at all yet. Yeah. And I, I don't know how well they're going to hold up to Iowa. Not that Iowa's like an elite pass rush, but um, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's it's better than. I don't know. Um, I, I just tend to think that what's Iowa been doing on a – give me a moment here. Yeah, but uh, I I think that I – mean, Damn, Iowa's just also running the ball, I feel like. Really badly. Really it's, badly. Yeah, yeah, really, really badly, like in an extremely frequent bad way, which is a – it's a fun approach. I, I've, I've compared them a couple times to late-stage D'Antonio, Michigan State where they run the ball like 40 times a game with LJ Scott and he's terrible. <laughs> you know, we like, love well, that. We love why that. Are you, why are you running the ball this much? And, and I think that Iowa kind of just does that as a default. Cause it doesn't have any other ideas on offense. And I think that Maryland is competent enough to, to deal with that. Like, I don't think this Iowa offense is going to score more than 10 points and it might score, you know, another 15 on turnovers or whatever. Right, but right. I think that, I don't think Iowa's competent enough to, string drives together in any meaningful I, I think basically this game looks exactly very similar rather to the way the the Maryland uh, Illinois game played out except yeah. that Iowa is just better than Illinois wins the game I think it's something like uh, basically like I don't know like 20 to 13 Iowa okay. final score yeah um, but it's going to be uh, terrible to watch but oh yeah absolutely uh, we love that yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'll, I'm going to go Maryland here I think Maryland can win it wow um, I think it's 
I think it's the staple beer, and folks, we do love a staple beer. Yeah, I tweeted this, and hopefully no one in my group is listening to this before the when the podcast comes out, but uh, I'm in a Big Ten Survivor League. I yep. think I mentioned that before, and it seems like about half the league is going to pick Illinois this week to beat Charlotte, which mm-hmm. I, maybe we'll talk about a little bit later. Hopefully. Actually, I don't know if we will. Yeah, uh, but, yeah we will. Um, going to get real ugly in this league. About half the league lost on Minnesota last week against Bowling Green. Um, <laughs> you got to feel for anyone betting on Illinois to beat yeah. Charlotte. Are you still alive? I'm still alive, of course. Okay, yeah, okay. Come on. Come Plus. on, baby. Yeah, I, did, I, the, didn't, I didn't know if you had taken the Bucks or the, something. The league's been about halved. I'm at, uh, there's 15 members left. So okay. I'm uh, I'm one of the final 15. Gotcha. Uh, Who's I, your pick this week? I've got Michigan State over WKU, which I don't feel great about. Yeah. But also look at the rest of Michigan, Michigan State's schedule and find a win. Yeah, I'll me, find like a guaranteed win. Let I me mean. do this real quick here. Let me just go ahead and vamp while I look this up. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, while he's looking that up, basically I think the Big Ten just kind of, I mean, it's kind of mediocre, I guess. And, yeah. Um, all right, I've got it. The question, yeah, go ahead. Rutgers, Indiana, Michigan, Purdue. Come on. They're going to be Purdue, but you also, <laughs> it's not just when will they get a guaranteed win. Yeah. It's finding the balance of who else is guaranteed wins their schedule when you can pick them. Sure. I worked it out, and I think I have the best one lined up. The The treacherous game that terrifies me is in week nine. I basically have to pick Ohio State to beat Penn State to make okay. the rest of my season okay. work. Okay. Which, but I'm also hoping, by, I mean, by week nine, it could be down to like five people. So, yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe you'll get lucky and everyone else will die. That's right. <laughs> so, we'll see. Anyway, so not, enough about my fantasy, you know, football addictions. Yeah. Um, our, our second game this, mm-hmm. this, this week. And say the full name, please. It's that one your buddy says is really good, but he's probably lying and it will suck. Yeah. It's BYU at Utah State at 9 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a bad blood game here, as always. Yeah, we can feel it down in our plums. <laughs> mm-hmm. We may be feeling it down in our plums in a little bit. Yeah. Um, BYU has been, I mean, we thought they'd be better than, I guess, national media did. Mm-hmm. But they're much better than even we thought. I did not think they'd rebound this well this quickly. Um, Kalani Sataki is a hell of a football coach, man. He, he sure is. And it, Utah State's good. Like Utah State's pretty good. It seems okay. like it, uh, it kind of it, it doesn't yet know how to win, uh, which is understandable because it's got a new coach. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it should have won that Boise State game and just could not figure out how to get out of its own way. Like, yeah, calling a fake punt from your own. I mean, I know, they, they lost by twenty four points. It was it was not that much of a right, difference. Though. Right. Like, there there were so many turnovers. I think they outgained Boise State in the first half and gifted Boise a touchdown late in the first half with a it was a fake punt call from their own like 10 yard line hmm, you hate to do that yeah That's Kevin it, Kelly's influence it, it was like a fourth and five yeah and can't the, be doing that and it was a punter run that was the play call oh, was, no. they dialed one up for the punter he got tackled like 10 yards behind the line yeah of not the smartest team in the world but they are at home and they did uh, early in the year beat Washington State on the road which is I mean, which, a nice I mean I've also done that so <laughs> yeah. but um yeah, I don't know. I mean, BYU wins this game, but it could yeah. get spicy, I guess. I think BYU is good Iowa. Hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. That's I'm ready it. to say it. I'm uh, ready to say it. I think our BYU's earlier game this Iowa. week, which we can spend approximately 30 seconds on, yeah. which is uh, those weird beers you try in the 5% chance they're actually good. <laughs> don't drink this one. Yeah, don't drink this one. It's probably it's, rat poison. It's, yeah, it's um, poison. It's Houston at Tulsa, 730 on Ooh. ESPN. Um Tulsa will win this game, but no one's going to have fun during it. Mm-hmm. I would actually, I think Dana's going to have a very bad time during this game. Yeah. He's going to uh, have a distinctly bad time. Damn. Dana Holgerson, brother, you were losing to one and three Tulsa on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dana's maybe going to uh, take a dip in the sudsy end after this game, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he was uh, going to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, watch the Iowa game. Watch the BYU game. Have a good time with that. Uh, don't watch Houston Tulsa unless right. something very bad has happened there. Like I mean, it is the first accident. game to kick off. So if you want to watch the first half an hour and see any kind of hijinks that may occur, I guess watch it then. And I guess. 
I don't know, man. Who knows, dude? Yeah. I'll be at a rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be rehearsing uh-huh. uh, my, my episode for this podcast. People are just going to listen to me rehearse. Yeah. I also didn't think of a joke there, so I don't feel <laughs> I don't feel too bad about missing out. Um, do you want to lead us off with the staple beer for Saturday? Absolutely not. Um, staple beer Saturday early. It's Arkansas at Georgia. Noon, Let's go noon on ESPN, dude. I'm amped up. Listen, the hogs are squealing. I'll tell you that the <laughs> hogs are squealing. Up. We're getting the. Uh, we need to have a correspondent calling in after this game from Hogbeat.com. Oh, we need to. Uh, we, unironically, we do need that to. That was the best moment of the entire offseason and maybe dude, of my entire life. I think it just pre-saved. I, I, Arkansas success this yeah, season. Yeah, we knew it was coming because yeah. we discovered a hog. Also, what a joke that this game is on ESPN so they can put Texas at TCU on ABC. Absolute <laughs> sickos. That rocks. Um, <laughs> also, Georgia is an 18.5 point favorite this game, yeah. which I don't understand. seems way too high. Yeah. Like, not saying that Arkansas is going to win flat out on the road. I mean, I, they might. I might say that. Well, is KJ Jefferson going to be healthy is the question. That's, that is the but, question. But either yeah. way... I mean, 18 and a half points is a lot for a Georgia offense that has, has nothing do, going against anyone except Vanderbilt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It also had something going against South Carolina. And, and, and I guess yeah, UAB, yeah. too. But it didn't look yeah. good against Clemson. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> the Arkansas defense is much more comparable to Clemson's defense than it is to any other ones we mentioned. Sure. Um, not that it's as good. No, it's not as deep, certainly. Of the top-end talents, not terribly far but, off. But, but Georgia has also not seen an offense anything close to what Arkansas has. Yeah. I, man... If KJ Jefferson is healthy, I I think Arkansas might win this game. Like, like I, I'm certainly thinking they'll cover. Like I think that I think Kendall Bryles is is the best coach involved in this game, and I think Barry Odom is number two, right? In terms of like scheme, I don't I don't think that I don't think that George is dialing up anything brilliant on either side of the ball beyond like Kirby's defense is good, but it's good for the I mean Shane Beamer described it I think pretty well. They have a hundred five stars. Yeah. Also, I agree with you on all this, but do you know who we sound like right now? Who's that? We sound like uh, Los Angeles Clippers fans. <laughs> we got the two best players in any series. There's no way we could possibly come out and it's not getting our ass kicked. I mean, Arkansas also has a better quarterback, uh, running back, and wide receiver. But that's it. Allegedly. Yes, I mean, I agree. I think running yeah. backs up for debate. I do is agree. It? I think it is. Yeah. I would like to see one of George's running backs like break away from the other ones here at some point. I mean, I think Zamir White is better. They just aren't giving him enough care. I mean, he's getting, I guess, 30. He has 15 more carries than anybody else. But sounds he needs more carries. Sounds like one and the same to me. <laughs> yeah. Stop giving Kenny McIntosh carries, I guess, is my yeah. answer. Yeah. And give them all to uh, Zamir White. And... Use uh, James Cook as a slot back. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't use James Cook. Just give the ball to Zemir White. Um, but I think that I think Arkansas, if KJ Jefferson is healthy, I think Kendall Bryles sort of knows exactly what he's supposed to do with this roster and with this team to to make it as functional as as possible. And I think Barry Odom does a really good job on defense. And this is a a Georgia offense that I just don't have any reason to trust at this point. They've right? also Arkansas has just been scheming up every team they play yeah. all yeah. season and. Uh, <laughs> And do you think Kirby Smart's going to outcoach somebody? I, I'm not predicting like, that. Like the, I think the Georgia defense will be able to. What? To, what? Will Muschamp's a defensive backs coach, and all of a sudden <laughs> they're going to start winning games? No, yeah. I don't know. Bro. Like I think that the Georgia defense is going to hold this. Is going to make them play in a phone booth because that's what it does with everybody. Like this group is talented and and really good. But I think that like we've seen Arkansas now win what is it four games with four very different game plans, especially two really impressive games, which. I think they had completely different approaches to playing Texas A&M in Texas, and that's something that kind of quickness on their feet is is rare, <laughs> especially oh, yeah. in these conferences. You just don't see it a ton. And so I, I think that with a healthy K.J. Jefferson, if, you know, Traylon Burks is healthy, if 
the the Arkansas top group is in general healthy enough to go for this game, I think Arkansas could win. I tend to agree with you, and um, I mean the uh, the Arkansas defense just also really really did play well against that Texas offense, which has yeah. been on fire all season. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take away that touchdown that Texas got, basically by taking the ball over in Arkansas's red zone. Yeah. Um, that a Texas offense scored 14 points against them after putting up 58 on Rice, and, and 70 on Texas Tech, and 38 on the Louisiana defense. Didn't seven of them come in garbage time, too? Yeah. Yeah. Like so that's, that's they basically, <laughs> in, in regular time, like just straight-up defense, they held Texas to seven points on, on standard possessions. Yeah, and we've seen this from Arkansas for the last two years now. Like, last year they were doing this, too, and they, they just didn't quite have the top-end talent and depth as the season went along. But, mm-hmm. like, you, you might remember, Barry Odom schemed the hell out of some dudes to the point where like he won Arkansas some games with how prepared they were oh yeah what was it was it the LSU game where they they just completely who was it that they no it was LSU it, you're right they did it to Mississippi State too that's right they did it after well, that's, the that's uh, come on was, but no yeah. but they did it right after the the, the first the oh, after um, they beat LSU yeah when yeah. Mississippi State beat LSU and then and then they played Arkansas and Arkansas just bludgeoned them yeah um and also a telling game for me this season is that Arkansas held Georgia Southern to 4.3 yards per carry which not saying that Southern's that good it's bad but it is bad right <laughs> but like Southern knows how to get yards on the ground and I, I don't think that I don't know. I mean, you're, basically what I'm saying is I think they're capable of making JT Daniels beat them, and good sure. luck. Good yeah, luck. Yeah, I do think that it. I think that Arkansas is at least aware of how to – what you're supposed to do against run-heavy teams, right? I think that it is yeah. – I think it's, I think it has really good linebackers, which is I, beneficial. Yeah, anyway, this game's going to be really fun. Yeah. And the dark, evil, terrible version of this game <laughs> is uh, the one your buddy says is really good, but he's probably lying and it yeah. will suck. Which is Michigan at Wisconsin yeah, at noon cut on off Fox. Your, cut off friendships with this man if he's telling you to watch <laughs> this game. <laughs> this might be the least watchable game of the season. It's yeah. right up there with like Illinois-Purdue. This is bad. This yeah. is really, really bad. I uh, Look, I mean, it's uh, the, the September Michigan uh, beat your chest to disappointment pipeline mm-hmm. is happened faster than ever this season. With going like right from a, what is a sixty three to ten win to almost losing at home to Rutgers yeah. is a, a pretty incredibly a pretty incredible turnaround. At the same time, does anyone have any confidence they'll be able to move the football against Wisconsin's defense? I don't. I think Rutgers is better than Wisconsin. Rutgers has a better offense than Wisconsin, which is funny to say out loud. Yeah. They also have a worse defense than Wisconsin. Wisconsin's defense, come on, man. They, they have a really good run-stopping defense, and they get after the passer, too. I guess, man. I mean, it doesn't do a whole lot for them. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, I, I, think that, I, I think that this Wisconsin offense is disastrous enough that they, even though they have a, a, a good defense, it really doesn't matter because they're on the field 40 minutes again. And this is a Michigan team that's more than comfortable being on the field for 40 minutes. I don't know. I mean... You would like to think that after last week, that Wisconsin goes in the you know goes in the fucking shed or whatever and comes up with something. Yeah, Wisconsin's something. famous for doing that. But uh, <laughs> look, I know, but they've also beaten the shit out of Michigan how many years in a row? Like they played them what five years in a row and won like uh, four of them. Let me look. I uh, I actually don't know. So, uh, but Wisconsin I, has owned Michigan as of recent. I mean, yeah. they, obviously they took their soul last season. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, uh, before the what is this? Yeah, with Michigan with fourteen is... minutes to go in, in the fourth quarter, basically the first three quarters of the game, yeah. Wisconsin had held Notre Dame to ten points in those first three quarters. Mm-hmm. At a certain point in time, they just get exhausted and cannot keep playing. Michigan's offense is better than Notre Dame's. If maybe fine, but Michigan's 
also not going to be able to move. The, Michigan's offense is also so uncreative. It's not going to be able to move the ball whatsoever on Wisconsin. Yeah. Michigan is two and three in the last five, just for, for yeah, reference. Fair enough. Um, the, I just think it's going to be a hideous rock fight of a game where yeah, some absolutely. turnover, which means that Wisconsin's probably going to lose because Graham Mertz will do the turnovers. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you trust Katie McNamara to make some throws? I don't. No, but I trust him more than I trust Graham Mertz. <laughs> and Graham yeah. Mertz is the other guy here. Um, Have you seen his numbers like against ranked team versus unranked teams? <laughs> yes it's like incredible it's I can't, really I, bad. I don't want to quote the exact numbers but he has something like uh, i'm just gonna make it up i guess but he has something like i don't know he's averaging like three touchdowns zero interceptions a game against unranked teams and yeah. averaging like one touchdown two and a half interceptions a game against ranked teams mm-hmm. just like really he, hideous he's stuff. like oh and ten against ranked teams yeah. or something. <laughs> like, i think it's, it's like like four and eight but yeah it's really bad it's it's really really bad yeah wisconsin um, loses by the way michigan plus two is a great line here i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not saying michigan's gonna lose this game yeah i'm just saying that it's not gonna be like some blowout the way that the Notre Dame game ended up being after yeah. those two touchdowns late i think michigan's gonna win it by two scores i don't think it's mm. a blowout but i think it's like a 24 14 where they're never really seriously challenged this wisconsin team is bad this wisconsin team is really really bad should we parlay uh the michigan money line and arkansas to cover <laughs> sure <laughs> i think we should something to look into that kind something of thing to look into yeah but yeah I, I think michigan is i think michigan has a better offense than notre dame does which is very funny because notre dame's a a uh, top 15 team they want you to they want you to believe they in 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 all caps hmm. um i no think no chance no chance um <laughs> uh, but i i think I think Michigan's just flat out a better version of Wisconsin here. I think that Michigan is a whole lot closer to what Wisconsin wants to be than Wisconsin is. And I think Michigan wins. I mean, they both want to play that kind of game. Michigan's better at it. Yeah, I mean, that's probably fair to say. But I also do want to know, what kind of just evil chemical powers does uh, Michigan have to miraculously convince the national media for one month every season that they're good again? It happens like they, the, yeah. everyone in the country had unanimously turned on Jim Harbaugh. I made fun of him. They're like, and yeah. all of a sudden, you know, after beating Western Michigan and Central Michigan, it's like, man, is Michigan back? These guys are pretty fucking good. Like, the, holy shit. Yeah. It happens every year. How a, does it always happen? A really strong rushing attack can do that for you, I think. I and guess. It seems like it's less strong than we thought it was. I, I saw someone from The Athletic. I think it might have been Bruce. Or no, it was Stu Mandel, I think, yeah. said that Blake Corn reminded him of J.K. Dobbins. And I'm like, okay. brother, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get a grip on reality here. Yeah. Um, Guys from Chicago love talking about how good Northwestern running. Or I'm sorry, Michigan running backs are. Do they? Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with this with this uh, yeah, phenomenon, but yeah, I'll take your guys word from for Chicago. It. Yeah, <laughs> got, I got some things to say about them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Um, Is there a specific breed of guy from Chicago? Maybe you have. Some, I'm not getting into this right now. We gotta <laughs> save this for later in the season. Yeah, I mean it's, um, it's a Wisconsin game, so talking about the Polish would maybe get you into some trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Uh, <laughs> we're we're on to Illinois. Yeah, um, we speaking are. of the, these weird beers that you try, and the five percent chance they're actually good. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, this one's not not going to be good but you no. still got to try and it. i can talk my shit about this one because i like one of the teams here and it's not illinois <laughs> we got charlotte illinois noon big 10 network let's patrick go. i don't have a word to say it's all you here let's go charlotte's offense kicks ass will healy has figured it out this offense absolutely rocks um chris reynolds the quarterback struggled a lot last season because they couldn't throw the ball into the middle of the field there was no intermediate passing game they didn't have any receivers who could do it they just nobody was running slants that would catch the ball this year, they have Grant DuBose, who is a, uh, I believe, a, a, a JUCO transfer. Um, not nothing terribly like significant about him as a as a body type or as a, a even a player type, but he catches every slant that they throw to him, and he's really good after catching them. Um, 
And so Charlotte has added RPOs back into his offense, which it didn't really, it wasn't really able to run last year because no one respected the middle of the field. And so now the the shit that it was doing with pre-snap motion and screens to the pre-snap motion and pre-snap motion into formation and boundary stuff is all working and it's working really well. And Victor Tucker, who's sort of the deep threat receiver here, is wide open because defenses actually have to respect the screen game and the intermediate game. And so it's like watching everything has clicked into place with this passing attack in a way where, like, watching it last year, you could see what it wanted to be. It just didn't have the guys for it, and now it does. And I think I think Charlotte is going to beat Illinois probably even worse than UTSA did. Right? Like, And I think UTSA is better than Charlotte. But I don't think that Illinois is well-suited at all to handle this, this, well of a, this well-designed of a passing attack. It's really, really good. It's a lot of fun to watch. Did you hear that Big Ten Survivor League players? You pick Illinois, you're <laughs> fucked. You you're are fucked. done for. You're fucked. You're dead, bro. <laughs> I think Charlotte is like an 11 point dog here, which doesn't uh, make 11 any and a half, sense. Yeah. Good lord. <clears throat> a lot of people are gonna be really interested in this score, Patrick. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm I'm really glad because I'm sure it's BTN. They're really gonna put a really good broadcast. Oh yeah. It's you know it's be, gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's stuff. gonna be James Laurinaitis covering this game. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, after that, besides that, uh, the other. Weird beers you try, and the 5% chance are actually good. We've got Texas at TCU at noon on ABC. I think Texas probably kicks TCU's ass, but they're also, I mean, it's still a Steve Sarkeesian team. They are just mm-hmm. prone to show up and, and act like still, shit. it's still Texas. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, just an issue. Basically, to me, almost every Texas game all season is going to be worth checking in on just to see yeah. if they fuck it up. Yeah, um, and the offense is fun to watch. Yeah, the offense is fun. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But you can watch B. John Robinson. He is... One of the best running backs in the country, if not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, He's so, behind Blake Corum, of course. Right, yeah. right. Blake Corum, a.k.a. J.K. Dobbins, is, of course, better than him. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, anyway, just checking this game. There's nothing else much to say about that. Yeah. Um, except that Gary Patterson keeps just doing TCU QAnon in the media. Yeah, yeah, and TCU just, Anon. If you guys haven't heard this, he basically keeps claiming that an SMU player uh-huh. hit and knocked down Jerry Kill. Yeah. Um, which he, just did not happen. No, there is like vi- video all over the field of like the entire scrum that happened around that flag we talked about on the review episode. Yeah, absolutely no one related to TCU at, or I'm sorry, related to SMU at any point in time knocked down Jerry Kill. Jerry Kill just does that sometimes. He just falls. Yeah, he just falls sometimes. He's a little wobbly. He's a little top yeah. heavy. He's just he's. he's I don't know what to tell you, man. He he's just like, falls um, sometimes. You know those like a uh, bird just up next to your cup that will like you know kind of rock of back and forth yeah. and eventually yeah, tip into the, the water. The classic bird that we all have. Right. Yeah. That's that's Jerry Kill. Yeah, we all have like a 1970s style desk <laughs> office setup that that has the bird and he's the, doing the thing. I was yeah. rewatching Mad Men over the summer and I was they have one <laughs> oh of the, really yeah and they have one of those. Uh, um, and you know that globe cigarette dispenser they have on that show? Have you seen what I'm talking about? No. It looks like a little globe, except you just pull up the top, and it has like you know a, a, an array of spread out cigarettes popping out from it. Okay. I don't really smoke cigarettes like that. I would just love to have one of those as, yeah. a, as a cool thing to have in sure. your in your house. Yeah. But uh, they're like four hundred dollars on eBay, and I was like, mm, not that cool. Okay. Yeah, we're looking into the globes, we're looking into the birds, and we're looking into Jerry <laughs> Kill not actually being hit by an SMU. We really are talking about QAnon. Yeah. It's fucking flat Jerry Kill theory. <laughs> <laughs> Um, our final weird beer you should try in the noon games. Yeah. And this one's a really weird beer that might turn out to be good, but probably is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. It's Western Michigan at Buffalo on noon at CBS Sports Network. Yeah. Um, basically, this is going to see if Buffalo has anything left this season. It doesn't. I don't think they do. <laughs> but, um, you know, Kalen Ellaby, Sky Moore, yeah. Kevin, Kevin, Mar- Kevin Marks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> one of those. Some of the, uh, some of the best G5 players in the country in this game. Yeah. 
you know, if you're an NFL freak and you have nothing else to do in this noon slot, you might want to check out some of these guys. Yeah, or if you're a cool guy who likes to watch, you know, G5 teams, then right. you can do that as but well. But those, those guys are already watching this. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> those guys who are who famously exist. And, yeah. <laughs> it's not just me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this is Yeah, fine. you and Chris Vanini are going to watch this game together and That's right. you know, FaceTime. Yeah. yeah, that'll be cool. Um, <laughs> we're going to watch Ted Lasso together. It'll, That's it'll right. It'll be a good time. Um yeah, I, I think losing Western, a friend isn't uh, saying goodbye forever. It's just mm-hmm. see you later. Yeah, um, I think Western Michigan's probably going to absolutely <laughs> whoop that ass, but that's pretty fun to watch. Still. Yeah, sure. Maybe what four and one? You know, got to beat yeah. the MAC championship. Uh, yeah. Whenever Pitt, mm, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, they're um, going to beat Pitt in the MAC championship. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, Pitt should drop down. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> as long as if they're going to keep Pat Narduzzi as coach, we might as well drop down. It's about time. Uh, Saturday afternoon, we've got two staple beers. We yes. are fucking all killer no yeah, filler yeah, this we're, week. we're getting lit <laughs> as in there is no depth these games it is that's, only the good ones yeah, um, right. there are four games in this slate first staple beer kicks off at 2 30 p.m on nbc that famous network we all know and love yeah uh, it is friends we're watching friends at yeah, I'm, NBC. I'm hoping that i will have this weekend because i have youtube tv and it seems like i might not have just buy the basic NBC. cable thing Oh, you're gonna be on the road. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. just hold it in the press box. Walk around. That'd be funny. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, no, but we've got uh, Cincinnati Notre Dame. Um, if you guys haven't heard it yet, uh, Cincinnati quarterback uh, Desmond Ritter said he was talking to their offensive coordinator Mike Denbrock, yeah. a former Notre Dame employee himself, mm-hmm. and he told uh, Ritter that to be careful because that Notre Dame stadium be loud on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Desmond Ritter responded by saying, "I told him not to worry; it won't be for too long." <laughs> That is King. some fucking juice, brother. King. Let's go. Yeah, he he said, Marcus Freeman, you a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, if you want to know guys who actually, you know, whether or not they, they respect Marcus Freeman, I mean, Desmond Ritter played against his defense at practice all the time. Yeah. He's the one who's going to know if that's actually Luke Fickle's defense. Desmond Ritter does not Marcus respect Freeman. Marcus Freeman. <laughs> not even a little bit. He has no respect for that guy. Damn. He's turning Marcus Freeman to Rodney Dangerfield out there. That's right. Man, it's too bad that uh, that Luke Fickle is not available for all these stupid fucking schools. That <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, I, I'd say Notre Dame has greatly exceeded what I thought they'd be this year. They're a lot better than I thought. Um, they're not, I don't think they're, they're that good. They're 4-0. I don't know if I think they're going to end up as a top 25 team, which is better than I thought they'd be this year. I guess. I mean, it, somebody's got to fucking do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, given... Uh, how bad the ACC looks this year. I don't know yeah. if they'll have that many losses left on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they'll lose this week pretty handily. But they go on the road to Virginia Tech, get USC at home, North Carolina at home, Navy yeah. at home, Virginia yeah. on the road, Georgia Tech at home, Stanford on the road. They lose one of those yeah, games. They'll be like a top 10 team that is terrible. Yeah. They'll be a fraudulent they're, ass they're top 10 like team. basically a good Iowa team. This is Wisconsin. They, yeah. hi- they yes. hired Jack Cohn and now they're Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah, um, great. Yeah, but anyway, Cincinnati wins a million here. Um, yes. I think they're going to beat their ass. Yeah, I think that Cincinnati is better on both sides of the ball than Notre Dame is, like, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will think, say, if they don't win, we're going to be catatonic. Yeah, no, it's it for us. The, the podcast is over. <laughs> we are not pretending Cincinnati exists the rest of the season. No, that's lose. it for us. Yeah, we're they're, not, they're actually dead to us, and Patrick is going to become a P5 football guy. Yeah, I'm going to become the Alabama guy. Um, Patrick's going to start talking about the playoff every week. Yeah, yeah. It, that'd be cool. I would, I, I'd like that. I think that yeah. would be good for <laughs> for me um but yeah i think cincinnati's gonna whoop that ass i think cincinnati's just better i think i think that the mm-hmm. slow starts are <clears throat> concerning but notre dame is not the team to take advantage of that <laughs> you know right. like, I, I don't think notre dame's gonna put up a ton of points um it seems like jack Cohn is kind of hurt as well which is he's bad healthy and so i don't think that having him hurt is going to be terribly beneficial for for notre dame 
Um, is he going to be playing? It seems like he's starting, right? Yeah, he's, he's uh, playing. He's just hurt. Yeah. Uh, surely that'll go well against guys. I, th- I like, think they know. said they won't know his status until, what, like today? Awesome. Did they end up announcing something? Uh, I have not seen it, but I, I, I'm sure that that will go well against what is a very good Cincinnati defensive line. Um, usually you want to have a, a hurt quarterback back there against hmm, these guys. Definitely. Um, but, I mean, I will say Drew Pine looked pretty – I mean, he, he was playing against yeah. Wisconsin, but – he looked fun, I guess. I don't know. It's yeah. nice to have a little 5'11 quarterback. We love yeah. that. Yeah, maybe they uh, should just play him so that they can lose by 20 instead of 30. Right. Either um, way, no matter who they're playing, their ass is getting lit up. Yeah, their ass is getting lit up because Luke Fickle is going to put, um, what's his fucking name, Tommy Reese? Mm-hmm. He's going to put Tommy Reese in the dumpster. Yeah. Tommy <laughs> Reese is not a real football coach, and Luke Fickle is. Yeah. I'm going to play that interview of uh, of Luke Fickle, you know, responding to reporters asking if Mike Vrabel ever got the better of him in a wrestling match, yeah. except it's going to be just asking if Tommy Reese got the better of him in a football game <laughs> and just him doing that. No. 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 Yeah, I, I think I think this is the I think that this is the get right game for Cincinnati. I think That's Cincinnati absolutely fucking rolls here. I think that the I think that Cincinnati has been preparing for this game for a year and a half. Yeah. And Notre Dame hasn't. Yeah. I, also, I forgot who posted it. It might have been front of the show, Thick Styles. I guess I can't remember who it was, yeah. but um, someone I saw posted a screenshot of some Notre Dame fan saying that Desmond Ritter, in response to Desmond Ritter's comment, like, mm-hmm. wouldn't be used to Notre Dame Stadium, has no clue how loud it is. Yeah. And somehow, so out of nowhere, an IU fan jumped in and said, uh, you mean he didn't hear 60,000 screaming fans in Indiana a few weeks ago? <laughs> 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 and it was just so funny to me. Midget fight. Yeah. I that comment out. Because <laughs> also, anyone who's ever been to Indiana, I mean, no disrespect to Indiana, but anyone mm-hmm. who's ever been to a game there knows, like, it is at most... 50% home fans yeah. for those games, even yeah. against the Bearcats. Dude, check it out. These two homeless guys are fighting. <laughs> Get a load of this. The Notre Dame fan and Indiana fan are going at it. But who has a better crowd? The answer is oh, neither of you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Cincinnati wins by a million. They roll. Yep. Um, our other really good game this window is at 3.30 on CBS. You know what it is, baby. It's Ole Miss at Bama. Yeah. It's Lane Kiffin going to finally become the first saving assistant to get a win. It's going to happen. We're, we're putting all of our eggs in the Matt Corral basket. Dude, if everything goes exactly as we want this week, it will be the greatest week in all, of all time. It really would be. I mean, <laughs> if everything goes exactly as we want this week, we're looking at full 2007. Dude, if everything goes how we want it this week, I'm looking like Howard Ratner. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm up in the press box just losing my mind. I think we should sponsor weekly the official Flipping the Field Parlay, which yeah. is all the games we want to sure. go the way we do. So, and, uh, so this <laughs> this week it's it's what we want Maryland to beat Iowa, right? No, we can't agree on that. Um, we're not agreeing on it. We want Arkansas to cover, not win. Yeah, we want Michigan to win straight up. Which no, I can't no, believe I'm, I'm saying, saying that. purely best case scenario here. Not not an actual parlay. Well, I don't really care if Iowa. Well, then Arkansas wins. beating Georgia. Oh, so you're going? Oh, I think we should do smart gambling. So I mean, oh, I think there should be some of that. There involved. are so many shows that do that, and uh, they do it so poorly. What they're doing a smart eight team parlay? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's give ourselves a chance to win here. I think we're doing Michigan money line, Arkansas to cover, um, Charlotte to cover for sure, yep. Cincinnati money line, or I guess they're what their favorites by two, so that's yep. cover. Um, Ole Miss. We're doing a money line? Do we yes, just go crazy absolutely. with it? Yeah. Ole Miss money line. We and, are also, uh, I will say, we're doing the Charlotte money line. Charlotte's going to win that game. All right, all right, whatever. <laughs> and uh, the Boston College uh, to cover. Sure. And that's all I've got this week. You're not going to pick against Dan Mullen, you coward? Mm, well, 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 well. <laughs> Kentucky to cover does sound pretty tasty. Um, we'll the, talk about it. We'll put it sure, out on, on social media. Anyway, Ole Miss at Alabama. Um, does Ole Miss actually win this game? Does Ole Miss have a chance here? No. They have a chance, yes. No, Do they have right? a chance? Yes. I mean, 
look, the the floor. I'm sorry, the, the Alabama defense can't stop shit this year. Uh, sure, and the Bama offense is good. I definitely think that Bryce Young is. I'd say so. Yeah, it's really good. I'm, it's really, <laughs> really, really good. But I don't know, like. Is Jamison Williams going to keep returning kickoffs forever? Like, I, I I just saw him play at Ohio State for two years. Yeah. He's a really good player. But he's fast, but he's not Devontae Smith. I mean, come on. No, this guy... sure, surely it's not just that Ohio State's offense is super limited in the kind of receivers it can use. Oh, yeah. It's really hard for them to use different guys like Chris Olave. Yeah, that's why Chris Olave had Wilson. two receptions in the last Chris Olave is fucking uh, letting <laughs> passes hit his face mask this oh, come season. On. Chris Olave's been a he just He just forgot how to play. I mean, he looks like shit. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, we're, we're, we're all thinking Bama's amazing because they beat Miami by the same margin that Michigan State did. Okay. And, and that, uh, you know, I don't know, Florida they, Florida ran the ball on their ass all day. Yeah. Uh, Florida's not very good. No one thinks Florida's that good. Do I they? don't know if Ole Miss is going to run the ball, though. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know if they have to. I, all I'm saying is yeah. this Bama defense looks pretty slow. I think Alabama is gettable, certainly. I just don't know if Ole Miss is the team to do it because this feels like – I don't know. It feels like we're kind of over-adjusting here for Ole Miss. Like, it's, it was good last year. It was a pretty good team last year. But I don't know if it, it have made that jump in one off season to, like, national championship contender Ole Miss, which is what they need to be here, right? They're playing on the road at Alabama. But uh, it's not even to say that uh, – here's the thing. is like, yes, but what if there are 15 national championship contenders this year? Like, <laughs> okay. like, I, I mean, yeah, like, it sure. really looks for that kind of year, right? Sure. If that's the case, which I think a lot of signs are pointing to the idea that it might be, yeah. then we the, the gap between – even if Ole Miss is not as good as everyone's acting like they are, they're not truly some you know title contending juggernaut or Matt Corral's not the best quarterback in the country. Yeah. Bama's also not what they usually are, right? Which even though I thought they would lose two or three games, is clearly wrong. Mm. Um, they might lose one or two. Uh, and I, I think that like the gap between Bama and an average SEC West team is just smaller this year than it has been the last two or three years. Yeah. And if that's the case, you're just fucking putting points on the board. Ole Miss can score with anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like it might just turn into a shootout, in which case, sure, it seems fun. Let me give me yeah, Matt Yeah, Corral. I think a shootout would be great. I just... I, I'm not going to bet against Alabama for any reason until further notice. I mean, I need to see them actually lose but, a game. But or 14 and a half point I need favorites? to see Alabama trail in a quarter here at some point. Well, It hasn't done that in, fi- I, in 53 quarters, man. <laughs> I think if you go by the... That's a lot of quarters. Here's what I will say. <laughs> I live by a simple philosophy in life, which is that I bet against Michael Wilbon. Okay. And did you see Michael sure. Wilbon's unhinged yes. rant this week yeah. about Lane Kiffin? Just yeah. absolute the most baby shit of all time. Mm-hmm. Nerd stuff. Yeah. You know, hates football. Look, Lane Kiffin's got to prove him wrong. Lane Kiffin's got to shut up Mike Wilbon in a dumpster. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm betting on Lane Kiffin. He's going to be the... Wouldn't it be great if he was the first Saban assistant to ever beat him in a game? It'd be very funny. I sure. mean, come on. That rocks. Yeah. yeah. If this happens... Uh, I'm going Saban. wild. I'm yeah. going absolutely buck wild. Nick Saban's most unruly <laughs> son being the one to come back and it has to be because well, here's the thing: everyone else just tries to be Nick Saban. Yeah. Lane Kiffin is not trying to be Nick yeah, Saban. He's rebelling against his dad. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Those are the guys that make it work. Yeah, that's who's beating dad in the basketball game is the one who's just shooting threes. Oh yeah, I'm not trying to go to the hoop. I yeah. know what happens down there. Yeah, Lane Kiffin's a little kid in a Steph Curry jersey, just like yeah. putting the ball between his dad's legs, making him embarrassed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm pulling from half court. I don't care. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I practiced this shot. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know that I actually think Ole Miss wins, but I think this game is going to be fucking. Oh, damn, I kind of do think they win a little bit. I don't think they win. I think it's going to be close. I, I think that I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be fun. I think Alabama wins like fifty-five to forty-eight. If we just bet pure chaos money line, Cincinnati, Ole Miss, Arkansas, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, <laughs> Boston <laughs> Four, College, five equal teams, Boston College, yeah. 
Um, that would be the greatest week of all time. It would, it be would the, fucking It rock. would be the funniest thing that has ever happened. Dabo with a losing record? Do you yeah. know, I would be fucking... <laughs> oh my God, I'd be on fire. Can I real quick, just as, a, as an aside, as a thing that has bothered me and I don't know where else to say it. Hit me with a patch. Um, why are people so fucking upset about that video of him entering the stadium? Which of oh, him running in? Yeah. Why do people care? I just think he looks like a nerd. Yeah. Are they looks, upset about? What do you mean they're upset yeah, about? Yeah. They're they're like he's like he's putting himself ahead of the team. It's like that's what you do as a coach. You run out before your team does. Oh, um, that's us. I don't care. Oh, people are upset about that. Yeah. I, oh, I, I, yeah. People are like, oh my god, look at how selfish he is. Oh, I just think he looks like a dork. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a dork, but you can't run down a hill and not look yeah. like a dork. <laughs> right. 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 The uh, the video of him, or I'm sorry, the picture of him next to the L flag is just very funny. That's yeah, the best part. I do like that one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Shout out to Dabo for giving me all the joy this year that I've wanted. Yeah, we do love that. Anyway, those are our two stable beers. Those are going to be great fucking yes. games. Yeah. Um, two completely opposite games. <laughs> yeah. These games better be on the reception I'm going to. I'll tell you that. They yeah. better be on. Yeah. Um, anyway, those weird beers you try in the 5% chance they're actually good. If you watch these, I swear, you go to prison. Go to prison. You only watch them if they just are ending early or something, and like yeah. there's a gap between the ending of these other sure. two games. Yeah. Um, Which oh, Ole Miss, Alabama will take five hours, so right. you might get the chance to watch yeah, yeah. these. You got Oklahoma at Kansas State. Oklahoma's going to lose eventually. It might as well be this week. Yeah, I think it loses this week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't Kansas, know even... Chris Kleiman owns Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln Riley doesn't know how to win against Chris Kleiman. Yeah. Like, I'm not, that's not a joke. <laughs> Again, and also, you're watching College Bowl's greatest rival this week, Spencer Rattler versus the fans. Yeah, of well, course. Any fan base, or even for a single week, ever like Spencer Rattler. Yeah, Oklahoma fans are going to travel to this game so that they can boo Spencer Rattler. <laughs> 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 if we get a crowd shot of some like college kids and like Oklahoma overalls uh, booing him, yeah. I will lose my mind. <laughs> On the road, he really. <laughs> it does take a special level of derangement to go to a road oh game and boo your team. They're that... fucking haunting him. <laughs> that is like New York Giants fan behavior. Is going to a road game to boo your own team. Yeah, Jags fans love to go up to Atlanta to watch their team lose by twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you know Kansas State, they they uh. They're pissed off. They, they kind of shit their pants against Oklahoma State last week. <laughs> They're like, we got to get one of these two. We hate the state of Oklahoma. The classic post-pants shitting pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> no one makes me shit my pants. They got a guy named Deuce Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Vince's son. Yeah, no, I mean, the joke is Deuce and shooting I your know, pants. Okay. But that's Vince's son. Right, right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's why they call him Deuce. He's the second Vince Vaughn. Yeah, that's the second Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine 5'10 running back out there looks exactly like Vince Vaughn? I, uh, <laughs> I, I do know a girl who uh, who dated some guy who's, who was some, whatever it was, I can't remember his name, but something the third, and he went by Trace because he was the nice. third. And I was like, this guy is nice. the biggest asshole I've yeah. ever met my entire life. Well, and you were especially upset when he beat Ohio State in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway um oklahoma kansas state kansas state wins that one in a, in a, yeah, in a bloodbath yeah, come on Deuce Vaughn's go over 300 yards yeah, grow up um i will say this defense rocks for oklahoma their offense mm-hmm. absolutely the worst thing that's weird who would have known yeah that the oklahoma defense was gonna be good hmm ryan day you should have kept alex grinch should have done whatever you could that's right <laughs> I don't think he possibly could have, but he still should have done it. Um, But anyway, uh, Nevada at Boise State, their one also kicks off at 330 in FS1. Um, Probably don't watch this game. But it's a nice little mini rivalry. There's just too much else going on. But Mm -hmm. I I do think that this is going to be important for the sake of the Mountain West race. And if if Boise State loses this game, it's out. Like, that's it. Man, Boise is just not what we thought they were. Yeah. 
and it has had some tough breaks, but also like you guys gotta you gotta do it for yourself here at some point. Yeah, they are wearing some pretty sick throwbacks this week. I don't know if you yes, saw them yet. Yeah, uh, those are those are nasty. Yeah, we like those. Uh, they I think they have the, it's the original what 1980 field and they first did the blue turf whatever mm-hmm. year that was. It's yeah. the the midfield logos on their helmet. It looks really fucking cool if you haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, um, I, I think I think. Um, Man, I think Boise State probably wins this game, but if it doesn't, it's a wide open Mountain West. Like Fresno's your favorite, San Diego State might be number two, Nevada might be number three. It's a it's a wide wide open race, which is oh really yeah, cool. oh yeah. All right, Saturday evening, Staple Beer, Boston College at Clemson, seven thirty on the ACC Network. What Do, a, this is also the night games are bad. The late games are bad. Yeah, like, the late games are not evening good. and late are just not. I uh, really wish we could flex just like one of those afternoon games into the night, right? Like, yeah. like Ole Miss at Bama should be a night. Game. Ole Miss at Bama should be a night game, or and, or and, even like um, Nevada at Boise State would be a nice night game. Why are they playing yeah. that at three thirty? That's like noon thirty local time, right? Yeah, I think I think you move Ole Miss at Bama to the night game, and yeah. you put. You know, Boston College or Clemson and Indiana at Penn State and onto the afternoon slate, and sure. you have a nice little mix. Yeah. Um, but Boston College at Clemson. Does Clemson lose this game? I don't think so. I don't think he does. If Phil Dracovic were yes. still playing quarterback, Clemson in. loses this game. Yeah. Um, but, man, that Boston College offense, I, I know Missouri's defense kind of just looks bad mm-hmm. this, this, this yeah, year. Steve Wilkes but, is calling it, which is tough. But uh, it is. I, I think it is helping. I mean, Boston College seems to have some confidence on offense they haven't had in a little while now. Yeah, Zay Flowers is really good. Zay Flowers, they get Jalen Gill back to full capacity. Yeah. Um, the running game with Pat Garbo. Pat Garbo's a bully. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he. I like him a lot. He's a I, mean son of a bitch. The issue here for me is that I don't think that if you're going to have a strength, you want it to be on offense against Clemson. Like I, I just, it's I true. don't think that Boston College's offense. Well, is damn, can Clemson offense. score on this defense? I don't know. Is this defense good? I don't Who know. Cares? I mean, <laughs> can Clemson score on them? <laughs> I, <laughs> that's that's not germane to whether or not Clemson yeah. can score. Their offense is hideous. Who's playing? Who's playing running back? Uh, <laughs> it's me. Who? That's a, actually. Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. It's not Lin J. Dixon. It's right. not Chesma Lucy. Again, who? By the way, didn't exist until this year. They yeah, made, made him up. Guy, yeah, made up guy. Not real. Yeah, he's <laughs> fake guy. Um, it's I, They have to have a fucking running back. It's right? a guy named Phil Moffa. Oh no. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> they got a grown ass man named Phil. It's it's a. Oh, hang on, hang on. Um, no, I'm sorry. It's Kobe Pace. Okay. Uh, That's Phil a, Moffa was is a true freshman. Um, I'm looking at Kobe Pace right now. Um, that's a good running back name, at least, if nothing else. Six one two twenty five played at Grayson High School in Georgia. Yeah, um, which former, is also where Wayne Gallman former, came from. Former three star, um, second year player. That's not, uh, Kobe that's Pace or, or Moffa. Kobe Pace. Where's he from? Um, Kobe Pace is from Cedartown, in Georgia. Okay. Yeah, he was he was a top five hundred, just borderline top five hundred in the class of twenty twenty. Man, they're they're down bad. Yeah, they got Steel Chambers at running back this game. Um, uh, Phil Moffat. Who the fuck is Phil? I, I, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I. I again, I spend a lot of time following recruiting. Phil Moffat is ranked one eighty five overall, number eleven running back in last year's class. Clemson's got a lot of guys that we just don't know about. Like they're just, they're, they're hiding them. Totally anonymous. Yeah, very weird. Very just weird. No one else wanted these backs. Like, like, I mean, it is something to say that like Clemson. For the entire run, essentially, was just getting recruits for the most. They had a few exceptions here, like Brian Brzee's an exception. Yeah. They're most of their defensive linemen are exceptions, but by and large, we're just recruiting guys that no one else at the, like the top other elite programs wanted. Yeah, and we're winning anyway. And uh, now it seems like when you don't have Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson, it doesn't doesn't work as well. We're looking into it for sure. Are you yeah. telling me that having uh, James Skalski as your best defensive player maybe isn't a great strategy? Hmm. 
Hmm. Or who was that fucking Tanner Muse, the safety? No, isn't it like Christian Turner's safety name? Who was it? Something like that. They were the same fucking guy because Tanner yeah. Muse was there too, and then it was something Turner. Yeah. They both suck. They're both terrible. Yeah, they're, they're dog shit. Yeah. Look, I think Boston College wins. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Clemson can score any points on anybody. Yeah. Um, DJ is gonna have three turnovers and will get benched for that kid Tyson from Connecticut. Yeah. That, who who tore his Achilles? In yeah. He's like gonna come in a- April. He's, he's gonna Willis Reed this game. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna Willis Reed to a fourteen point loss. Yeah. Classic. Um. Anyway, this game will be terrible. You should watch it. Yeah. I think it's Cle- on. It's on I, the, I think Clemson wins, but that's the ESPN agenda is hiding Clemson on the ACC network this window. Mm-hmm. Absolutely despicable by them. For sure. The one that your buddy tells you about and says is really good. It's probably lying and it will suck. Indiana at Penn State, 7.30 on ABC. Let's go. What the fuck are we doing here? Let's ride. With This is the ABC game, guys? I mean, what else are you going to put on? Look at the other games in this window. You put Ole Miss Alabama on. Or I mean, it should that, be, yeah, that would be CBS. The, yeah, that would yeah, be yeah, the, yeah, the, the CBS. The CBS. Um, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, that's also tough because that's on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, Arkansas, Georgia here would be pretty cool. It would be better here. Yeah, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. But they have Texas at TCU in this window instead, which is absolutely inane. God. Yeah, also, Penn State, watching get every fucking ABC night game this year, just yeah. every week. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I... I do like to see that. It's cool, but not every week, right? Yeah, like, I'm tired I, li- of it. I like the. They're not even fucking doing the whiteout this week. I'm just so t- God damn it! Just as an Ohio State fan, just so fucking tired of big noon kickoffs. I want a fucking night game. It sucks, but I do think we're gonna get. Uh, we that's embarrassing to say, but I think Ohio State is gonna get Penn State yeah, in the shoe you, for a night game. You as Ohio State fans, yes, yes, yeah. No, it it is gonna get that. I'm I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Indiana, Penn State, seven thirty, ABC. Um, Penn State will win this game. Yeah, I mean, Indiana just doesn't have enough on offense. Penn yeah. State's pass defense is nasty. Yeah, their run defense keeps getting better every week. Um, Sean yeah. Clifford's not that good, but who cares? I, I mean, don't. I don't think Indiana has a whole lot of a shot here. I, yeah, this this Indiana team bums me out. Um, I'm sorry I'm telling you I'm smoking that Michael Penix pack. Yeah, we are smoking the Michael Penix pack. Yeah, you were remorsefully smoking that Michael mm-hmm. Penix pack. I've got a tear in my <laughs> eye. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm laughing as you're crying. Yeah, um, I'm pouring one out. This you're... is a, this is a window by the way that has a little surprising depth. Like there are a few games that could be good. Yeah. Um, we've also got like the weird. We got a six pack of games this time, right? Mm-hmm. Four of them are those weird beers you try in the five percent chance they're actually good. Yeah, kind of a not great hit rate we've gotten this six pack. <laughs> yes. Yes. We've got you're, six kind of bad beers. You're doing the giant eagle mix a match. You're hoping yeah, to get three sure. good ones. Yeah, I'm grabbing uh, this pumpkin one. I don't yeah, know. Maybe you got something. You got something from Warped Wing in Dayton. Looks yeah. kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, this one has a rainbow on it. I'm not yeah. really sure what's going on there. This is mm. tie dye. This one says it's LGBTQI plus friendly. Yeah, I'm putting that one back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've We've got, we've got Florida at Kentucky at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Florida favored by eight points here. Man. Hmm. I mean, I think Florida's going to win actually pretty easily. I, I don't Kentucky know. Kentucky has looked uh, bad. Bad, yeah. I think Florida's good. Chris I'm, Rodriguez I'm, just sucks, unfortunately. Like, like yeah. Running backs that run to contact aren't good yeah. unless you are incredibly strong. Yeah, and, unless you're Benny Snell. Yeah, <laughs> he's the only guy that's worked yeah, for. Yeah, we've talked before about being baby Benny is not a compliment. Yeah. And, it means uh, you're the worst version of this guy who's extremely reliant on his physical right. gift. And I guess it also worked for like A.J. Dillon, too, at Boston yeah. College, you know, when he got 400 carries a year. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, don't, don't run to contact. It's stupid. Yeah. Uh, no Garrett, from, guys, yeah. it's so it's so much better if you don't get hit. Also, Garrett Wilson does this, and he weighs 180 pounds for Ohio State. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny to do. Um, <laughs> he does do it. Yeah, it's really amusing. I don't know why he does it. Juking 40 yards down the field to run into a safety. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, that's, that's a player's mindset. 
We're back in Saki, 6 p.m. on ESPN. <laughs> they are hiding a ranked-on-ranked game on ESPN2 at 7 o'clock, Baylor and Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Do I think these are two good teams? No, I certainly no, don't. No, goodness But no. it's a ranked-on-ranked game on ABC2, or yeah. uh, ESPN2. ABC2. The famous channel. <laughs> uh, ESPN2. They're putting this game on MSNBC. Yeah, they got they got Curb Street on the call. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Baylor and OK State both suck, but I think Baylor's probably a little bit better. Yeah, I like um, Gary Bohannon. I think he'll be fun to watch. If Oklahoma State wins this game, it is unfortunately fun. 5-0 with a ranked Yeah, win. we look like bozos if Oklahoma State wins this game. And but I still we didn't don't think, think Baylor was good either. Yeah, I still don't think Oklahoma State's good, right? Like, even if they win this game, I don't think they're good. One of these teams is going to be 5-0 and with, like, two ranked wins. Or two, like, top 35 wins. Yeah. That's embarrassing for us. It sucks. Um, it's fucked up. Big 12 is so goofy, dude. Yeah. Here's here's the real good game. A slot. Mickey Mouse Conference. Yeah. We got, we got Liberty at UAB Let's at go. 7 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Again, this is the G5 helmet game. We don't get yeah. many of them. It's yeah. one of them. I think um, Liberty kind of sucks. Um, yeah, it seems but like I think UAB might run them, uh, which is fine. I, I like that. That sounds good. But watching Malik Willis on a comeback is fun anyway. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I think UAB is gonna is gonna smash <laughs> just just smash up front. Let's go. And, and Liberty doesn't have a whole lot of an answer for that, as we saw against fucking Syracuse. If you're getting pushed off the line by fucking Syracuse, I've got really bad news for you about what UAB is gonna do. What's Spencer Brown doing this year? See. Um, I don't think he's I don't think he's doing a ton, but I, I could be wrong on that. Um, it looks like he has not played. Is he no longer there? I think possibly. he might not be there anymore. They have <laughs> a, they might have a new guy. Um, UAB only averaging three point seven yards a carry. That's little, all they need. A little concerning. Do that four times, you're getting a first time every time. Fair enough. They're also averaging eleven yards per pass attempt though, yeah. and with two quarterbacks playing. Interesting move. Yeah. Um, um UAB wins here. I tend to agree. I think it could get fun late if Luke Wells is dealing, which he might be. Yeah. Um, last we'll one, see. last one here. This is one that I'm very excited. This is about. the sickos game of the week. This is one that I'm so excited about because it's time. It's time. Western Kentucky at Michigan I don't State, know, man. 7.30 on FS1. Western Kentucky has almost won both of its last two games against Army and Indiana, both of which are better than Michigan State. It's time. This is a. This is a. Do you a think, I don't think that this Michigan is a, State's worse than Indiana. This is a karma game here. Western Kentucky has been waiting for this win, and Michigan State has been fucking dancing on the line in front of the devil, saying, "You can't bring me down." It's time, dude. I hate to say it. I like Mel Tucker. It's time for the devil to come home. I like. <laughs> I like Mel Tucker, man. I think Mel Tucker has the devil on his side. No, I think he borrowed some of that Nick Saban juju. And I think he's got some kind of, I don't know, some kind of dark idol in his room, maybe mm-hmm. some kind of pentagram symbol. Famously, Nick Saban loves to beat Nebraska by three <laughs> in overtime. I think that's cool. I don't know. <laughs> you can't get a, you have some kind of dark magic on your side. You can't get a first down for an entire second half against Nebraska yeah. and still win the game in overtime. Yeah. That kicks ass. Yeah, Michigan State, I'm sorry. Bill's coming due. Bill's coming due. I think, they win, I think they win by 10 points. Western Kentucky air raid offense, Michigan State's defense sucks big time. This mm. It's over. Bill's mm. due. Bill's we're, due. We're, we're looking into it. It's time. Pay your I mean, bills. Didn't, didn't Western Kentucky give up like 33 points to that awful Indiana offense? What's that? Uh, Western Kentucky yeah. gave up like 33 points. It scored 31, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But I'm I mean, not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think West Kentucky is Do you think actually... Michigan State's offense is better than Indiana's? No. Yes. It just didn't Unironically, have, it's much did better. Did not have a first down in the entire second no, half Nebraska of the game. Nebraska has a good defense. First downs are not that hard to get. I mean, that's it's fair. It's 10 yards. That's fair. But look, we're, we're looking into this more and more. We're looking into this more and more. Oh, Kenneth, wow. Kenneth Walker's going for two bills. Hey, our, our big win is over Miami, who we think might lose to Virginia. Kenneth Walker's going awesome. for two bills. <laughs> the, the late games, late games in this slate. <clears throat> our staple beer is Arizona State at UCLA. Yep. Um, not going to be a very good game. 1030 on FS1. I'm interested in it. I, I think probably it could, won't watch. I think it could be good. 
I mean, something could happen. In some it. interesting offenses here. Yeah. Um, I think. Who do you think wins here? I have no idea. I, I tend to think Arizona State finds a way to pull it out because of the quarterback play. But I think UCLA is the better team. Yeah. I think UCLA had all that momentum early in the season, and losing to Fresno State just broke them. Maybe I, I don't think Stanford's bad, and UCLA just beat Stanford, and I don't think that's I don't think that's a terrible win. Hmm. Um, no, I, I think UCLA wins this game. I think it's close. I think this is like a fun thirty-eight to thirty-four. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Yeah. Um, also in this window, nine p.m. Auburn LSU. God. Uh, just two teams absolutely fighting for their life. Uh, Very cool. Also of of ESPN to put this on the main channel with Baylor at Oklahoma State on the second one. <laughs> I think uh, just pretending. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the loser of this game is the second-to-worst team in the SEC West. And arguably, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah. They're I mean, both better than Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. But, but Ole not. Miss, Arkansas, A&M, Bama are all better than these guys. Yeah, sure. They're battling for five and six. These guys suck. Yeah, these guys suck. And Orgeron's got to get fired. Yeah. Also got to get fired by Bryson, or, uh, Brian Harson. Yeah, they're going to give him two years. Get him out of here. Trash. It's time for a he coach. sucks. I mean, he sucks. It's, yeah, it's, it's time for a coach cleaning in the SEC. At least he finally, but he finally benched Bo Nix. Give him credit for that. Yeah, yeah, good for him. And TJ Finley is better, which is yeah. which is good. I mean, I who think, isn't? Yeah, so yeah, are you? I, yeah, I think Auburn wins this game because of that. Because I don't think LSU has anything good going on. Like Derek Stingley's not. Yeah, playing. Tank Bigsby's just gonna fucking get some yards here. Yeah, I think Auburn wins. I think Auburn wins and somehow is in the top fifteen next week because it fucking moved up after beating Georgia State. Unreal. Yeah, um, they're really just giving out rankings to anybody. We haven't talked about that Georgia State thing on the podcast, that kid on the bus. We haven't. Have you seen this storyline? What was the it? Georgia State player who was on top of a it was bus? Georgia Southern. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Which is why their coach got fired. Yeah. So Georgia <laughs> Southern, by the way, uh, if you guys haven't heard this story, um, they had a player take, taking the bus to the game. It's in Jonesboro, right? Is where they, they play? Is that Statesboro? Statesboro. Statesboro. Um, I say it like a Scottishman. Yeah. You yeah. say Burra. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, Statesboro. Yeah, yeah, Joe Burra. Uh, Joe Burra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, this kid was on the on the bus going to the game. Stood on, I think he's not playing because he was just in sweatpants or whatever. Uh, stood on top of the bus, shotgun to beer to the crowd's delight, and uh, the video came out okay. inevitably. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, and then they and, lost, which is and then tough. Lost, yeah. and then his coach got fired for it. Yeah, and he has since been indefinitely suspended. Classic. Free that man. Yeah, he didn't do shit. Mm. He did. He did do shit. I would say. Actually. Free that man. Do that after a win, and you're fine. If you do that, it is funny to shotgun a beer on the way to a game. (laughs) (laughs) Classic look. He's quote unquote going Steve Sarkeesian mode. Uh Um, Yeah, maybe do that. Maybe wait for after the game. (laughs) I think he was pretty sure they weren't going to win. Maybe (laughs) he was pretty sure he wasn't playing. (laughs) They weren't going to win. This is going to actually look really bad if I do this after we lose. So I might as well get it in now. (laughs) You wanted that viral clip? Yeah, because I really want this beer. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, man, I got this one beer. What am I going to do? Bring this beer to the game and I not drink it? You can't just bring this beer with me. Yeah, I'm going to casually drink yeah. on the bus. What's what am I going to do? Am I going to yeah. bring this back home? No. Once you have the beer, you are pot committed, dude. Yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave it on the bus? It's yeah. going to get warm. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Ugh. You're going to drink a warm, sad, post-loss beer? Yeah, no, your sir. Te- teammates are all looking at you. What the like, fuck are you doing? Yeah, where did you get that beer yeah, from? <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get that beer? Did you bring that beer with you? Do you have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> your teammates are staging intervention. <laughs> on, the, on the sad bus? Oh, the worst shit. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of those weird, warm bus beers, you tried the 5% chance they're actually good. Yeah. The late games, you got Washington and Oregon State, 9 p.m., Washington's going to drop to a losing record. Oregon mm-hmm. State's going to be 4-1. and one. Yes, um, absolutely. Jonathan Smith is on the rise. Dude, brother. Oregon State is good. <laughs> Besides Oregon, who else in the North is going to beat this team? They could beat Stanford easily. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. they can beat sure. Cal or whoever they play. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you on anything. I like they're, Oregon they're State. They're going to go like 9-3, yeah, dude. It's time for 10-2 Oregon State, and this we're looking insane. into it. This is insane. In which case, Jonathan Smith is immediately getting a new job. I know, yeah. he's, a, I know he's an alum at Oregon I, State. I don't, think he, I don't think he would. I don't think he'd leave. Oh, dude, you come on. You If you do go 9-3 and three at Oregon State, you need to take another job immediately. Because mm-hmm. you I'm will gonna never refer, I'm going to refer you to Mike Riley. <laughs> I mean, you two need to have a chat. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> the the late late game here, 11 p.m. kickoff is Fresno State at Hawaii. Fresno yep. State's gonna roll, but I don't know, fun to watch them play. Yeah, it's, it's the last game. You can you can kick it on, and I'm probably gonna have to have it on in the uh, in the fucking hotel room while I write a cover story. Mm-hmm. Um, something to look into for sure. Yes, uh, we love to do that, folks. We love to we love to write a 2 a.m. story. That's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, those are our games for the week. Yeah, I'm I'm amped um, up about this. I think this is gonna be really fun. Yeah, yeah. Little show note. Uh, I will not be uh, on the podcast on our recap show Ever on again. Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know we've been a little inconsistent with some of these review preview stuff. We we're, we are now have a plan in place going yeah. going forward from the, this coming week. Uh, I will be taking a little ride from Columbus to Pittsburgh. Spent a few months in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and uh, I will be normal recording shit going forward. Yeah, um, we, we but I got a be... wedding. Like I said, I got a wedding this week. I won't watch almost any of these games. So. Yeah, we should be moving forward, able to put up preview. Um, Thursday. Thursday morning, which we have been doing. We've yes. been consistent on that, but then review Re- should be at some point during Sunday. Yeah, Sunday um, night or Monday morning. Yeah, because we're going to be recording those Sunday morning. And That's so right. the issue in the past has been that we can't, we haven't had time to record on Sunday right. mornings. Our, um, our only issue could be Patrick's Travels because you're going for our games. I think we'll be fine with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but this week it's because Ryan is at the wedding and I'm going to be driving back from, from Piscataway. It's, yeah. not, it's not realistic. So it's going to be a solo show. You guys are stuck with me. Um, we got some feedback on the last one. People seem to like it. So hmm. we're, we're fine there. Interesting. Um, they did say that they like it better with two people, so it's it's not so. Um, but yeah, I, I I'll be it'll be just me. Um, at some point as well, we we've talked about this. We might do solo shows with like taking questions specific to our areas of expertise. Right? That's right. Um, so if that's something that you guys are, are interested, so if you have any questions in, about G five football, hit up Patrick. If you have any questions about drinking beer, hit me <laughs> up. <laughs> um, but I I think that that would be a lot of fun. And so if you guys are interested in that, please do let us know. And and I think that we could we could definitely look into doing some some bonus Q and A episodes. Just the. Uh, just the one of us. I do also like the idea of you coming over, sitting down and recording while I'm just doing something else. <laughs> just out hanging out. Yeah, I'm just hanging out at your, you know, your yeah. dining room table. Yeah, just, I'm, uh, I'm over there playing video games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, hanging out with your cat, just recording yeah, by the yeah. podcast. Nothing wrong with that. He almost got on the mic earlier, and we liked that for him. Yeah, he was getting ve- dangerously close yeah, to the Yeah, if the Michigan-Wisconsin preview sounded a little weird, it was because Simon was going crazy on it. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, I will, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Ryan... Uh, I'll talk to you next week. Sounds good.